actually, don't you think it would be better if we went over another story, like say, another Lovecraft story? Yes. With that said, Tyler, how are you? John? Every time I hear someone say, how are you, I, I, I want to say, um, uh, I want to respond like um, uh, Dave Landau. Go on. It's, ahoy, I'm doing good, how about yourself? Ahoy. I've never heard of Ahoy. Mm. <clears throat> or, it's it could, or it could be his response a couple days ago, which absolutely made me crack up laughing because he forgot what he was saying. And so he was thinking that his Ahoy was an answer to how are you? And then he realized that it wasn't. And so it went like this. It said, Ahoy! And yourself? Good. <laughs> Ahoy, and yourself? Uh, yes, I am also Ahoy. <laughs> it's fantastic. Why I'm Ahoy is Ahoy. That's pretty. Yeah. Cut that out. <clears throat> Don't cut that out. Leave it in. That's stupid. Hoys will anyway. be hoys. Hoys being hoys. <clears throat> Guys being dudes. Yeah. But anyways, uh, before we get into today's disgusting topic, what are you drinking? Oof. I, this morning, am drinking an energy drink because I'm dying. Mm -hmm. I'm so tired. <clears throat> I was. I, 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 my child has decided the past three nights that sleep is not an option for me. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, I have not been doing it. So, I'm having a monster mixed with the fact that I had a lot of sushi last night. Mm. Means that there is some chance that the fart cam will make an appearance as, you know what, screw it, I have on headphones today. I might just take a poop while I'm talking to you guys. <clears throat> yeah. So the act uh, like I won't do it. Speaking of taking a poop, I've already pooped twice today in the forty five minutes message. that I've been awake. And um uh, it could happen again. Like we this this may be a short episode, so I can run away from my desk and take a crap. But Actually, poops. I have an energy drink at my desk that I was considering drinking, but then I woke up with such fierce poops that I decided it would be a bad idea. The the this is not helping the fierce poops. This is definitely turning them, shall we say, liquid. Mm -hmm. uh, but the issue here mm -hmm. uh, is that if I don't drink this energy drink, I'm not going to be able to function throughout my day. Yeah, we'll see. I am. Uh, I. It can function without this energy drink, but this was this energy drink will be significantly worse than most of them, because uh, this doesn't make a difference unless you're already feeling poopy, but it does use sucralose instead of sugar. Ah, oh, yes, of course, sucralose. And that would uh, that that's fantastic for for doing that. But it's my new favorite energy drink, and last night I tried a partial mixture of it with gin. And it was so good that that was going to be my drink this morning was uh, was gin and rain. Gin and rain. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, rain. I do like the concept of rain. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't found a flavor that I'm okay with it yet. Uh, Actually, the only reason why I found out about it is because the 
the gym I go to sells it as their energy drink, which is I thought was very strange. That <laughs> okay, so I was my that. so my favorite energy drink in the entire world is Rain White Gummy Bear. It's beautiful. Okay. I haven't had it. Very, very good. There's a flavor that I'd like to try, but my none of the gas stations I go to sell this flavor. So, like, I and I'm not gonna like make an online rain order just to try this flavor. Probably, um, uh, but it looks it's the most interesting sounding energy drink flavor of, I've ever heard of in my life. It is jalapeno strawberry. Ah. <laughs> I'd like to try it. I would like to say that I've tried it. I don't mm-hmm. know that I actually want to go through the act of trying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's some. Um, uh, but yeah, Rain White Gummy Bear. It's very, very good. I saw Rain at Walmart, and it, uh, upon seeing it, I thought that looks good. That looks interesting. The fl- the flavors seem nice. Which, by the way, the only other flavor I've had of it, and I did like it, uh, was uh, freaking cherry limeade. It is good. Um, uh, Cherry lime, it's hard to mess up. Mm-hmm. It's always so yeah. good. <clears throat> and then while I was, um, uh, and then like after after seeing that, I was like, that looks good. I might have to give it a try sometime. And then after that, I was watching a um, uh, a shooting video uh, by um, that uh, Lucas from T Rex Arms put out, and he was drinking rain, and it made me think about it again. So I got some. <laughs> I'm gonna eventually start trying one. I've only had one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was now. Oh my god, because it it hasn't been out for that long. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. That's <laughs> it's the weirdest thing to talk about. I think it's because we don't want to get into our topic. Well, because bit yeah, be, because the topic today is stop screwing up good things. We're, this is going to be the most boomer topic that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is going to be hard to get through without realizing what we're doing. So we are just going to go ahead and say we realize what we're doing. We really do know, and I do have a few points to make that will make my reason be a little less boomerish. Mm-hmm. I promise. But yep. still, it's going to be boomery. Mm-hmm. And I am. Uh, uh, I am. Uh, 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 heck, what am I trying to say? Uh, I, so I always called it the Wheel of Time until I kind of watched the, by the way, we're talking about the Wheel of Time, the Amazon series as a segue into this concept. We may hit on, um, uh, Star Wars. We may or may not hit on Lord of the Rings uh, just because we <laughs> stop screwing with stuff. Episode one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but who knows what we may or may not hit on. We may spend the entire time just talking about the wheel of time. Uh, the first episode. Um, uh, and, uh, I guarantee you that if you watch, um, what's the name of the channel? It had so many different names. Uh, it may still be called game nights. It may have been called night's watch now. Um, uh, but it's uh, Shad Brooks's non-Shadiversity channel, and he <laughs> he spoke for an hour and a half about each each episode of this uh, of the Amazon series. Gets it has a dedicated hour and a half on his podcast channel on YouTube, and I've not seen any of them, so I'm not gonna be 
I will probably will be reflecting a lot of his opinions, but I won't be doing it directly because I don't actually know what those are. But if you want a more in-depth, probably be, uh, more well-spoken, better version of the arguments we're going to make, uh, go watch uh, uh, Shad's videos. I'm not going to link them because I don't want to take the time to figure out if it's if it's still called Game Nights or if it's Night's Watch. <laughs> <clears throat> but I'm... Uh, just you'll you'll find it. Um, uh, uh, just look up. I, I know Night's Watch is the name of the show on the channel, so just look up. Get on YouTube, type in Night's Watch, the Wheel of Time. Um, uh, and that's Knights with the K. Um, but you um, uh, <clears throat> uh, the heck am I talking about? Oh yeah, but um, yeah, but we may spend the whole time talking about. The Wheel of Time we made, but once I started watching The Wheel of Time on Amazon, I've taken to um, uh, abbreviating it to its letters just so I can call it TWAT at this point. <laughs> um, I feel like I should have thought about that right now, but I haven't. And that was that was great. <laughs> so here's the thing: how do we want to do this? Because uh-huh. um, we'll preface this by saying. I have not read The Wheel of Time uh, only because I didn't really get in. I was never recommended to read it, which was by mm-hmm. you, by the way, yeah. <clears throat> until I had already been in the middle of starting several of the things, uh, the first one being uh, the Stormlight Archives. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I haven't had the ability to dive into it yet. So I'm coming into this almost 100% blind. So my experience with watching this show, which we both decided just the first episode, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to come into this kind of blindly and I'm going to be objectively talking about the show and that's the only thing I can do and you're going to be um, giving the reason why it's which given what I've seen from other people raving about it they've clearly changed a lot of things mm-hmm. um, so do you do you, I, I I would say you should go first mm-hmm. but I'm happy to if you want me to okay so I, I want you to go first just because the first thing I want you to say is from a, the standpoint of a person who's never read the books, what did you think about the first episode of the show? Okay. <sighs> I Because I'm a fan of this sort of... I mean, the first episode really feels like barely even low fantasy, mm-hmm. if it's even low fantasy. I mean, you technically see a few magical things happen, mm-hmm. um, like here and there. Especially mm-hmm. getting you like you kind of open up with technically something magic happening with them mm-hmm. killing that guy, mm-hmm. um, which they did. They, by the way, yeah, he, he wasn't. Uh, if you have to know more about the story, um, uh, they did it wrong because it's supposed to take thirteen sisters to be able to do it because of the there has to be thirteen that and thirteen makes. Do a you want to say what's wrong with it first, or you oh. want me to talk about it first? So sorry, I just want to say he he wasn't killed though. He was gentled. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm just saying they're coming after this guy, yeah. and there's the chick with no nose, which is clearly um, um, magical to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, you see the girl like make the water warmer. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, like, so I, I guess I would, I would pretty much say this feels like low fantasy. Yeah, is kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and I'm pretty much entertained by any version of that. Mm-hmm. But it's worth mentioning. There's something wrong with the dialogue. There's mm-hmm. something wrong with it. 
And sometimes it's hard to put your finger on it, but the best way I can describe it is they don't talk like people do. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the best way I can describe this, I think, is there's a, a guy, have you ever seen that, the Masterclass series where you have a different expert in their own individual fields and they talk about why the, what, what to do things better. And I got to watch the Hans Zimmer one. It was great. But the one I got to see a preview of was the guy who does script <coughs> writing, mm-hmm. screenwriting. Mm-hmm. And he opens up one of the episodes by saying, damn it, how could this have happened? And he goes, no one says that. Yeah, it's in every single show ever. And that's why you always feel weird when it happens. He said, these are lines, there are lines that you always hear in these shows and no one says them. And that's why it feels wrong. How did this happen, Drill Sergeant? that. <laughs> exactly that you've used all of your ammo this time um, I'll, nearly every single solitary thing mm-hmm. that is said is wrong mm-hmm. I don't think there's a single time where there was an interaction between two people and I was that's a conversation mm-hmm. you know what I mean Yeah, <laughs> it's all ridiculous and you have to kind of, I get that you have to give some of that dialogue a pass to a degree because you're in a low fantasy, what I'm assuming is about to be high fantasy from mm-hmm. what I understand is the most setting. I get that it has to be changed, but it, I don't understand why everything has to either go between, that's how you get to know who your mystical characters are from a thousand yards. Mm-hmm. It's like the thing, the stuff, other things, and then walk away like, okay, well, that person's clearly mystical because everyone else is talking like they've never had an education, which is great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, like, you can tell it's um, um, my favorite review mm-hmm. that I read about this was fantastic. Um, he said, if you ever watched Monty Python, he says, and then you watch The Wheel of Time, he said, there's a scene from Monty Python that should stick out to you aggressively. How do you know that the guy's a king? Hasn't got shit all over him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You can tell every single main character from a thousand yards away in this show. Mm-hmm. And it's so... <clears throat> it's clunky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mind the... I don't mind the costumes, except for I find it strange that everyone's always so clean. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that That's actually accurate. Uh, as far as uh, per, like, medieval time stuff. As, 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 what, as what Lindy Beige said. Um, uh... Uh, it, would, it comes as a surprise to most people, but the damp cloth was invented thousands of years ago. This is true, but what I'm referring to mm. is, like, their clothes. Yeah. Now, if I was in a village where I was not wealthy, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a lot of outfits, and we all worked for a living, mm-hmm. you're going to try to convince me that none of my outfits have stains on them? Mm-hmm. Like, think about Lord of the Rings. Those guys got dirty. Yeah. A lot. <clears throat> because it was dirty. That's great. <clears throat> well, I will, like no one's dirty. That's strange to me. I will say everyone's clothes in the medieval time frame should be clean in the same way that those their clothes were, but through how they kept them clean, uh, they kept them clean in a very specific way. And I didn't see, he, I don't remember seeing anybody except for Matt doing this. And that was he owned his you, clothes. You kept your, you kept your clothes clean. P because you wore a coat. <laughs> No, no one, no one wears a coat yeah, here. Matt was the only person wearing a coat, and somehow everyone else was keeping their clothes clean. <laughs> well, I realize I'm nitpicking, mm, yeah. but I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's the. I mean, I I came into this not as being mm-hmm. like I'm going to just enjoy. This. I came to this to like I'm trying to be a reviewer as best I can, mm-hmm. but the dialogue feels strange. Mm-hmm. Um, it's strange in the way that you know every single conversation in the first episode for the sake of, you know, 
exposition to some degree. Either mm-hmm. the conversation is like going like an arrow to the exposition, or f- going or flying so far away from exposition that they're avoiding saying certain things that there's mm-hmm. no way they would avoid saying. And people who are really good at writing dialogue can do these things without it being so friggin' obvious. Mm-hmm. And I, I think my biggest complaint so far is the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't get into it. The acting <clears throat> is, depending on the character, frustrating, but not bad. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, there are scenes where I'm just like, that was frustrating. And I know a point that you're going to bring up that you don't like is the, um, um, the you're talking about there being too much, shall we say, sexual chemistry between mm-hmm. the guy and the girl, Rand, and her mm-hmm. hold on i i i want to address i was going to address this more at the end but i w- i want to address that um uh the, i i want to address ad- address the sex between Egwene and rand uh i was going to address Plus this at the end but I'll go ahead and address it now since since you brought it up i'll tell you the reason why it bothered me um uh because they um uh <clears throat> Uh, it, it it bothered me for a couple reasons. Um, uh, one of the big ones was because like they actually, and it wound up uh, spoiler alert towards uh, l- later on in the story they wind up breaking it off. But um, uh, and I don't know if they, I assume they do in the in the show too. But um, uh, they um, uh, in the story it actually like. Oh hi there, how are you? Uh, in the story, they actually showed in, in the book. They they really went and talked about it. How like you know it was an actual like like an actual courtship. Like it wasn't like it, there there was no none of the modern stupidity that goes into in, in, into dating at all. And it was really cool to read about and cool to things like well that that's that's neat. It, it was enjoyable. And then they just took that and just turned it into. Especially because she she then went on to say that she intended to become the uh, she intended to, to apprentice under Nynaeve. That means they turned it into a strictly sexual relationship and nothing but that. And that was it, it was ridiculous. But the thing that made me the most angry about it was this: Robert Jordan specifically made it the way he did because he was a Christian. Um, uh, and so they changed that, whatever, I guarantee you no single person that works for Amazon in their movie department is, whatever. If you want to do that, that's fine. The person with whom I'm the most angry is not the writers of, of the, the TV show. The person with whom I'm the most angry is Brandon Sanderson. Because here is what was said. When the first episode came out, Brandon Sanderson watched it, and people asked his opinion of it. They said, "What did you think?" They said, eh, you know, he, you know, "Is there anything about it you didn't like?" And he didn't even mention the fact that, well, because you know Robert was a Christian and he intentionally left this stuff out because it was on there, and I don't think it has a place in his story. And also, since I myself profess Christianity, I also think that you know, the, you know, there's no there's no reason to add that. What he said was. The only thing I didn't like about it was I thought the Trolloc attack was too gory. Hmm. I mean, I thought that was perfectly fine. But that's beside the point. Yeah, and like, um, that was, and I, I was, I, I, I wasn't happy with the man. 
<laughs> I didn't go into anything about reading Sanderson's mm-hmm. take on it, but I did kind of assume. So here's no, I take that back. I take what I was about to say back. Mm-hmm. I don't assume that he would have disliked it because it was well received. Um, mm-hmm. A few people have actually said, um, like, there's a few places that have given it a few places, a few places, a few, I don't know, publications, whatever, have given it awards for being like, like the new show of the year like as far as like bringing the most people for views or what like there's a way they they gauge the metric of like how many people watch it on the release day versus how many people watch the second episode on release day and Mm -hmm. so on and so on yeah like saying it's like one of the biggest growing shows and it's like one of the most popular amazon originals that they've done all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. i kind of didn't really expect him to be against it just because of all that um, because I'm, he probably, because I thought, well, maybe he wouldn't want to push the fandom away from it mm-hmm. because of what it is. But I am kind of surprised. Excuse me. I am kind of surprised that he would kind of bail on the original authors, like credo mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. show. Yeah, as and it were. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this too, and I, I, I guess uh, this is probably just because he's a Mormon. But uh, this, this is a true statement about Brandon Sanderson. Um, uh, and anyone else who, if what you're saying is correct and it, it rings true, so we'll say it may be correct. Um, uh, and that is, you're not going to come out in opposition of something, or you won't feel opposition towards something if it's well received and well liked by other people. To 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 do that, you say, well, other people like this, so I guess it's I so I guess it's good. Uh, that doesn't make you a good person. That makes you a pussy. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> True. Um. Yeah, I I, I kind of only I didn't even go that deep into it just to say I thought he wouldn't want to push people away from the fandom. Yeah. It's kind of the only thought that I even had. Okay. But yeah, for sure. <clears throat> okay, so so if, if it's like I, I guess if it's like I don't like you know I have these opinions and I'm not going to voice them publicly because I want people to enjoy this and if I being this big person say it sucks and I hate it then people won't enjoy it because they'll just take my opinion at face value and won't go into it for themselves. That's different. But I don't know if that's what you were saying he was doing. <laughs> Kind of, I, I, I kind of, mm, mm-hmm. I, I kind of wished he would have done, mm-hmm. was made a real review because he's mm-hmm. known for like, you know, like he's, you making like he has a blog online. He's relatively active on social mm-hmm. media as far as through Instagram. Yeah. I kind of wish that he would have made a response video or something to really dive into being like, here's what they did great, here's what they did wrong. All in all, because all in all, it's like if you if you want to shut your brain <laughs> off. <clears throat> especially mm-hmm. from the book series from what you're saying I'm not mm-hmm. going to say no <clears throat> but if you're willing to shut your brain off from that mm-hmm. I mean it's enjoyable low fantasy if if you view it as its own IP I've definitely yes. seen worse um yes. uh, <laughs> I, I, I there, there are lots of yeah. yeah there are lots of things that I I really didn't like I think they just wanted to get them out of the village because they didn't like them being in the village and they wanted to have them get out of the stuff but I really didn't like how they just uh, how they just suddenly lead their way into everything. Um, uh, that was, you know, n- not not just from the per- from from the perspective of liking the, of it not being like the book. That's I I don't I don't like that as a writing style. It's like and suddenly and suddenly and suddenly, you know. <laughs> um, that's, uh, that's fair, but I mean, <clears throat> I think we see that in virtually every screen adaptation ever. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, so I agree with you, but also it's hard to get away from that. Yeah. I understand, though, why they did it. It does make perfect sense why they did it. Uh, you know, like, because you want everything done like this, 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 this. It was made by Amazon Prime. True. And so you know how you know how they are about doing stuff fast. <laughs> this is true. It explains Bezos' divorce. Hey-o. Oh. Um, uh, <clears throat> uh, but they... Uh, so I still haven't gotten to many story-specific things. Uh, other than and I'm, uh, I will say this, just from an objective, you know, not thinking of, of the story standpoint. Really, for me, the worst part of it, in addition to the kind of it was subpar writing. I wouldn't say it was subpar acting. There were a few, but the the biggest other subpar thing was the uh, uh, was the uh, uh, the CG effects, the, the the visual effects. They were pretty bad. They, they, yeah, they were pretty bad. <laughs> so that leads me to the next thing that I probably was going to talk about. Uh-huh. Let's talk about the attack on the village. Uh-huh. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So as far as it being, I was, I was saying earlier that oh, it, it, about before, I think that's fine. I'm fine. Make it make it look real. Yeah. That, it, this, that's how it would have looked if someone gets, like right in the beginning when that kid gets axed. Yeah. Um, it it yeah, definitely wasn't exceptionally we, gory. And I, and I should say that I'm a big fan of praising practical effects. Um, I'm a big fan of, of, I'm a big, I'm not anti CGI, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> like if it clearly didn't have to be CGI, then let's not make it CGI. Mm-hmm. But since, and this is a conversation, we're not going to jump into this. Uh, we, we won't, we won't, but um, the new Lord of the Rings series uh, mm-hmm. so far, the costume design, um, how well the costumes are done, the quality of them. I'm already so disappointed mm-hmm. in that just right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And so I'm starting to wonder if this is a, what I'm about to say is a trend for Amazon. Um, the attire. What's the monster called again? Uh, what's the monster called again? The monster Trolloc. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. That was jarring. And I don't mean jarring like, I mean, like, I think that you know, considering mm-hmm. how far we are into the episode when you're mm-hmm. watching the, when you're watching the episode, like well, there's been no real conflict for a while, mm-hmm. and we've clearly seen some magical stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Something's going to happen. Like it, it just feels like the buildup to something <clears throat> about to happen. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't come with a big surprise when this attack happens. But can we talk about how bad these monsters look? Okay, so that's the thing. The monsters looked bad as in the in that they were poorly done. Um, uh, the 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 monster the the monster were yeah, the whoever made actually made, did the makeup for and costumes for the monsters didn't do a good job but as far as the design of the monsters that's not how i imagined them looking cuz the way they're described it could they could look like that they maybe looked a little bit different um uh, but they um uh, it wasn't like but i i you know seeing through the poor craftsmanship of them i i i i, I did like the design of them I'm fine with the design of them. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. I mean like it's still humanoid what do you mm-hmm. want to call it? Humanoid goatish mm-hmm. yeah, so, looking thing. Yeah, whatever so, you want to call it. That's fine. The design's great. Yeah. So the concept. Mm-hmm. He, here's, yeah, here here's the in book description of them. Um uh, they are huge men but w- that have taken on animal qualities so that their faces will have animal features to them. Some will have bird beaks, some will have wolf snouts, some will have goat faces. Um, uh, and some have, and some are at the point where they can wear clothing and armor and shoes. 
some of them are messed up so much that they have hairy legs and hooves, or they have wolf feet, or, you know, um, uh, uh, and so they didn't look quite as mannish as you would expect them to from the book description. I think making them a bit more monstrous, making them a bit more monstrous on the one hand, like, so they're supposed to be not only scary, but unnerving to look at, because you can see enough human features to see that these things were potentially once human way back when. Um, uh, and so you're like, hey, wait a minute, like, you know, that's, um, uh, uh, so, so they'd be a lot more terrifying, but in this, so, or, or, no, I'm, I'm sorry, the way they are, they're more terrifying, the way the, the, the way they're described in the book is more horrifying. Yeah, I don't mind the design. The design is yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the only one that I saw that I thought was done a little better mm-hmm. is the one where we kind of get up, up really up close and personal with one for a little bit when Rand and his dad are fighting the one in like in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't like that some of these scenes literally look just like there's a couple that are just straight CGI. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, it's almost like as the fight progresses, progresses, they look more CGI. Because the first one we get introduced to, like that's a dude in a costume, yeah. And then we see a few more later, and they're clearly CGI. <laughs> and I'm just like, ugh, it, it's like it's jarring. It's so strange. So there is one. Oh, what? Just hold on one second. Okay. Hey, baby, I'm not ignoring you. Um, I don't know if you know this. Me and Sean record this in the morning, so like I'm I'm just trying to nod and like say quietly yes, but I'm definitely not ignoring you. I just want you to know. I'm also. I'm just making sure you know. So I was talking to Serenity. She, we went back to the fight scene, and I was watching it with her while I'm talking to you about it. I got She you. was talking to me about it, and I didn't want her to think I was ignoring her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, yeah, um, uh, there was one that was CGI. The CGI was done poorly, but I liked I liked watching it happen, even though, you know, it was, it was pretty pretty stupid. Um, uh, it was kind of stupid looking, the CGI was, but the, uh, the way it looked was really cool. This is something that has never talked about in the books it's implied in the books that they're always upright because they're so much like men but what if one were to turn so much that it became it was a, a wolf one and it became more wolf-like so the one that was running around on all fours was actually to me that was really cool i'm gonna say that i did, i liked that there's never mentioned in the book that they ever ran on all fours but it i thought that one looked pretty cool <laughs> oh yeah there are several that look cool um but what's an, what i'm saying is annoying mm-hmm. to me is they shouldn't have done what they did, which is mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. almost like a third of them are clearly mm-hmm. dudes in, in full costume and makeup. Uh huh. Yeah. Two thirds of them are clearly completely CGI. Mm-hmm. It is so blatantly obvious which ones are CGI and which ones are guys in full in full mm-hmm. dress. Oh, that blatantly mm-hmm. obvious, and it may I'm just it's very jarring. So like the ones that get in one on one fights, mm-hmm. uh, like with Perrin and with Rand, <clears throat> those are dudes in costume. Mm-hmm. Okay cool uh the rest of them aren't mm-hmm. and it I, it's jarring it's strange yeah uh so something ab- about that was just said did make me think of this uh, i said that the the gore wasn't really bad and over the top i didn't think it was anyway there is there was one bit of gore that was so laughably over the top that like i paused the show and i just started cracking up laughing at how ridiculous it was and that was Layla's death scene. <laughs> Which one's Layla again? I'm bad with characters. Uh, that would be, well, it's it's okay because it's not a real character. Perrin's wife. 
okay yeah <laughs> that was so like it was funny how bad that was but um uh yeah I, but yeah they um uh okay oh go by the way going into tam uh fighting the trollic um uh so they couldn't play out the whole scene as to how he got injured um uh, but basically uh tam was injured by like the fifth trollic that came at him Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the, the first four didn't really, didn't stand a chance against him. Um, uh, b- but, and of course they had to, you know, shorten the scene and whatever, but it was, it kind of ruined something in the scene. And that was, it, you find out later the reason why Tam had the Heron sword was because to have earned a Heron sword, you have to, um, uh. Yeah, you have to. You you can't just buy or come across a heron sword. You have to earn it. You earn it by becoming a grand high master of the blade. That is not shown at all no. in, in this show. No, they. I mean, you watch him mm-hmm. fight the one, but he doesn't get to take out the one that he fights, which is kind of lame. Yeah. Oh, and by uh, the and way, yeah, yeah. the spoiler mm-hmm. of of him killing his wife. Yeah, it's kind of like mm-hmm. really. That's that's so lame. Yeah, uh, like they <clears throat> literally create the character just so you could have that moment. And why? So are we mm-hmm. supposed to feel a deeper connection to Perrin as we go through the show? It's yeah. just lame. And that crazy slow motion scene that shows that he's just in a rage and fighting and rah, just slamming on the the trollic, and that's being in that rage is what causes him to spin around and swing wildly and kill his wife. Um, uh, it's supposed to show that Perrin is feral and animalistic, which is going to lead into something to his character later. Um, uh, the only thing is, is he is not naturally feral and animalistic. The thing that happens to him later triggers something feral and animalistic in his mind. But this is supposed, this is just supposed to be a segue into, look, this guy's feral and animalistic. I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's whatever. But uh, there's another character who is not shown thus. Uh, he, he, he is just as poorly skilled with a sword as Tam was, and he is also a Grand High Master of the Blade, and that's also not shown in this, even though he fights with his sword, and that would be um, uh, Alan Mandragoran. You see Which him? that one? Uh, the uh, the uh, Moraine's Warder. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, I thought he did pretty cool. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he kills a bunch of Trollocs, but none of them skillfully. <laughs> no, I don't care. I was about to say, like, the only cool thing about this battle scene is you get to watch the two of them just be bamps, which is pretty cool. Like, yeah. Like, the way that they take them out and all that kind of stuff. And then, mm-hmm. like, you get the scene where he, like, she gets injured. And he just, mm-hmm. like, he essentially gives her the, can you please kill them all now sign? And kills them all now. Yeah. Oh, and, and by, by the way, do you know why uh, that scene, uh, now, I'll, now I'll explain why that scene was bad per the book. And that that, that is this. Um, uh, what she did, especially like you know, like she had you know the the lightning bolt and the calling stuff and killing all the trollocs at once. Um, uh, they took that from a different part of one of the books. It wasn't her that did that. It was uh, another character, the dragon, and I'm not going to say who the dragon was because it looks like they're trying to make it somebody else for some reason. I don't know why they would do that, but whatever. Um. Uh, <clears throat> But he, um, uh, uh, yeah, but the, but the, the dragon, uh, not only is this, is this person, the, the dragon, the most 
powerful magic user in the entire world. He uh, the 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 dragon is also using a very specific uh, magic item that intensifies the power of your magic, and that's what enabled him to kill an entire army of Trollocs by doing that magic. Um, uh, in this, Moraine is the one that did that. Uh, that wasn't in this scene, it was from a different time. And it showed her killing an entire army. And I get I get it, it's just to show the power of the one power and blah 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 blah. I get it, whatever. Okay, fine. But it was, um, uh... The, the thing what? is... What? What'd you say? Huh? Oh, my audio cut What'd you say? Oh, uh, I, I said what'd you say. I heard you say something and I didn't catch it. But, um, uh... Going okay, but uh, the, the thing is, one thing that's kind of shown throughout the books is that compared to other magic users, Moraine is an extremely weak magic user, and the only reason why she does can do any of the stuff that she does is she also carries around a magic artifact that enhances your, your magic power. And I definitely did not see that Angriol. Uh, when she was uh, when she was doing that crazy stuff that made her appear to be the most powerful magic user, when she's supposed to be possibly the single weakest magic user <laughs> in in the story. <clears throat> I see what you said. I can see how that's uh, annoying for a big switch. Mm-hmm. The I will say that if given what you just said, uh-huh. I'm still willing to give the show a pass. Uh huh. On- Having her do the, the uh, not for all the the details you just gave, oh I get it as far as from a story standpoint I'm uh-huh. willing to give a pass for them not mm-hmm. revealing who this they're, they're clear I mean clearly at this point sure they're already looking for this individual and I mean maybe the, the way they're writing it they wanted the reveal to be a little bit bigger and in a little bit different spot uh cool mm-hmm. yeah I'm down <clears throat> yeah do, do you, in in the book do you know how long it took Moraine to figure out who the dragon was. Uh, well, since I haven't read it, no. Yeah, okay. Uh, she finds out before they leave the village, she knows exactly who it is. <clears throat> oh, so this is pretty lame. Yeah, uh, because it goes like this. She goes there, and she locates the three Taviran. By the way, not four Taviran, like the show says. The three Taviran. There are only three. Um, uh, <clears throat> and that is Rand, Matt, and Perrin. They're the only three Taviran. Um, uh, and it really annoys me that they made four. Um, uh, not because I don't want a girl to be a Taviran. It's no, it's it's important to the story that there are three. Three Taviran is important to the story. If you if you want to say let's not make Perrin Taviran, let's make it Egwene. That would be better than just adding a fourth. But whatever. Um, uh, uh, I, it's you know what well, it, it, it is what it is. But um, uh, she went and she looked and she found out. And you know how in the in, in the show it mentioned that Nynaeve was not born in the village. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was. Uh, she was very much born in the village. The person who was born outside of the village was Rand, and that that's found out that he was born outside of the village, um, uh, and brought in, and then as so Moraine immediately figures out, oh, twenty years ago. Uh, like these three boys were all born around the same time, and I can I can tell they're Taviran. So let me go talk to them and figure out, hey, uh, which of you was born outside of the village? And they said none of them. And then uh, Rand eventually finds out 
that he was born outside the village because and Moraine finds that out from other people that he was um uh, born outside the village and he said oh so he's not from here okay he's the one <laughs> and that's that that that's that like it's she it's not really announced until great I forget exactly when but greater than halfway through the first book but she before they leave the village she knows exactly who it is um uh, and also they man they they the so they they screwed up some stuff it really is looking like they're pushing Egwene to be the dragon and I don't know how they're going to do that um uh, but they um uh, let's see so it said from the beginning I don't know when the dragon like, the dragon's re- reborn I don't know where where uh, where they're going to be or if it's a, a going to be a man or a woman um specifically and then throughout the entire wheel from beginning to end the dragon is the reincarnation of um uh, Luz Theron who is a man every time because the dragon has to be able to reach Sidene which is the male half of the magic. The magic has a male half and a female half. No woman can touch Sidene, and no man can touch Sidar. They're two completely different things. And well, the dragon I'm, has I'm to use the man magic the- in order for it to work. <laughs> yeah, well, like, obviously the reason why that can't happen is because women, men and women aren't different, John. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the show must, the show must mm-hmm. reflect that. Yeah, and it, it's, it, it's, it's ridiculous and retarded. But, um, uh, I will say, um, uh, have, I'm not sure exactly who it's supposed to be. There are many people it could be, so I'm not going to pretend to know who it who it is. Um, uh, but the uh, the red Aja sister uh, at the beginning, who gentles the, uh, the 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 man magic user, I didn't like how they did it, but it was cool that they put it in there. Um, uh, that 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 was all right. Um, uh, there was one thing that was very much not in the book. That if they put it in, so they, it seemed like they did something, and they may they may wind up not doing it, and it's different because, uh, and it may wind up not doing it because, uh, you have to approach using magic differently if you're using Sidar for a woman or Sidene for a man. Uh, the mm-hmm. the use of magic is approached differently. It's um uh, if you're using Sidar, you have to let it overcome you and give yourself over to it. And when that happens, then once you fully give yourself over to it and let it control you, then you can control it. Um, uh, and that was, seems to have been reflected or, or foreshadowed in the, when they threw Egwene in the river. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that's actually, if that's where they're going with it, that's interesting. But then Sidene is different the, the magic for that is, and that is, you let it come to you, and it will immediately try to control you. And if it does control you, it will kill you. So you have to fight it. It comes to you, and you have to wrest control of the power from itself. You have to force it to your will, and you have to bend it, and you have to you have to stay in control of it and overpower it. Or you'll die. Or go crazy. Hmm. <clears throat> And okay. yeah, and so the fact that they left Sidene out of the picture entirely is a little bit confusing, especially because like literally the entire story revolves around Sidar and Sidene, and so the <laughs> fact that they kind of imply that there is no that that there isn't Sidar and Sidene 
kind of doesn't it, it's kind of confusing to me um how they're going to go with it oh and also here's another thing that may go into um uh yeah here's here's another thing that may go into uh they don't want rand to be the dragon there is a very very important prophecy in the book that mentions that he will be um uh, branded by the heron um uh and how, what that how that works is is his heron marked sword has a heron on the hilt and at one point it gets super super hot and he grabs the sword and kills someone with it um uh, and th- which ends a great big battle but then the sword was so hot that the heron mark on his hilt branded his hand so he has a permanent heron mark on his hand his heron mark sword that he has does not have a heron mark on the hilt it's on the blade <laughs> so there's no oh. way for him to brand himself with the heron at this point I'm sure they still could. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll just have him grab it and part of the sword. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of... I don't know. I, I can't really... T- without being able without being able to tell all the differences that you can tell, mm-hmm. and you're obviously looking ahead to being like, they've already done this thing and this thing, so how yeah. could they possibly do this thing? Yeah. <clears throat> it's not... It's not awful. Um... Mm-hmm. It's not particularly great. It's not awful. It's fine. It's it's fine. Um, not knowing that this is a series, mm-hmm. I can't say. Like I'm probably not going to go back and finish this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ha- I have no desire to. I just it's bad. Don't <laughs> think I want to. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's bad. I'm not going to look at this. And go. Oh, this is bad. Okay. Um, this is not. Good. Objectively, uh, it's just not good. Obje- objectively, it's not good. Um, uh, like is- isolated from the books, it's it's just not good. Um, uh, within the context of the books, it's horrid. <clears throat> Although, yeah, and that's, I, and that's fair. I, I I will say this though: credit where credit is due. Um, uh, I de- I did in reading the books, I did not imagine him as a black guy, but <laughs> but put on. Sean. Padan Fane, they could not have casted him better. It was fair that that he for, for who the character is, for how he was, for like how he acted within the thing, absolutely perfect. The 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 peddler on with the wagon. Uh, so so mm-hmm. I and I'm this person uh-huh. who just never cared about. I've never cared about casting details. Uh-huh. Um, I just never have. Mm-hmm. Um. And I get that it's always a point for people on both sides of the argument will say the exact opposite thing <clears throat> for the exact same thing for the exact mm-hmm. same issue. Yeah, um, I was like, oh, this, no, this should never have been a black guy. Or someone else will go like, I'm like, so like they shouldn't have done that because of mm-hmm. that. Or someone will go like, I can't believe they cast a white person. Here. I just never cared. Yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna be like, I mm-hmm. just don't see color. No, I just I just don't care about that. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, pick the, I'm not pick gonna, the best person for the job. Watch the show exactly. Give me the, the best person mm-hmm. who acted in this. Put them in it. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, <clears throat> I don't get those. The, I don't get shocked by continuity or like it's like um. If you have this thing where you've got a mom and a dad, and the mom's white and the dad's black, and you have an Asian kid, I don't care. Mm-hmm. If they're all going to act good, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. But there are certain times mm-hmm. where you watch the show, and it's just, you watch a show, 
and you're just like, did you pick them just because you had to fill a quota of something? Because these people suck. Oh, I also have to say this too. Here's another big error from the, uh, and it was casting related. Um, uh, so there are a lot of people that that were in there. That and it's just because I'm reading the book. If you don't, if I'm reading a book, this is just how I am. If there's no context that strongly implies this, or you know, it doesn't. If it's not, if it's not stated either explicitly or implicitly, this is just how I am. Like if I'm gonna imagine a face for people, and they're not often going to be black, you know, and that's it's just because. I'm because the stories that I read are all you know in European fantasy based on European fantasy, and so I would I, I, my mind just immediately assumes that the people are European, you know, and that's just because and I don't care, and so I, I so I didn't care that a lot of the people were darker than how I imagined them. A lot of them were done very well, but I'll tell you why they picked one of the worst possible people for the role of Egwene. Okay. So you, you so you remember Egwene Alvira, the 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 girl who's always who who Rand has sex with, yeah, the Indian girl. Yes. Okay. Here is why I felt they did a bad job for casting her. Not because she was brown. You could have found a brown person that matched this description, but they didn't. <laughs> she was she was listed in the book as being extremely beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> they picked the wrong person. <laughs> I just call it like I see it. <laughs> well. <laughs> you might be a jerk. I am. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but no, like um uh, I, I will say I am surprised that Amazon, while I did I do think they picked the best possible person. Like he looked the part, he acted the part, like the way he moved his teeth. Like I never yeah. imagined Padon Fane moving his teeth that way, but then seeing this guy moved his moving his teeth. There's I don't know, I don't get it, but it's like, yeah, that that they picked the perfect man for the job. But I am <clears> very <throat> surprised that Amazon picked a black guy to play as Padon Fane. Mm-hmm. Specifically because the whole purpose of Padon Fane's character is that he is an evil, conniving weasel. <laughs> and being a, a progressive company, trying to be progressive, you'd think they would want a, 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 a white guy to do that. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, but the, you know, I, I think they did that, that uh, give credit where credit is due, they did a fantastic job. Um, uh, Rand, uh, I think Rand was pretty decent casting. He looked way too much like um, uh, Aragon. Keep going. Uh, Ed Spielers. That's you know the funny thing is is uh, I thought he uh, looked a tiny bit like Garrett Hedlund, uh, also from Aragon, but not Ed Spielers. But um, uh, no, he looked way too much like Hayden Christensen, uh, for my taste. But uh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that till you said it, but he really <laughs> yeah. does. Um, uh, I, I think I think they did the, really with the the ca- casting the guys. I saw a picture of the cast standing together in costume, and I didn't think they looked very. You know, th- I didn't think that they necessarily looked right. But then getting into it and seeing the people, seeing how they're acting, doing what they're doing, they did a really good job. I think for the most part, definitely with the with the, with the, the the guys, they did a really good job with the guys. Um. Uh, uh, they made 
they made a mistake, I think, with Nynaeve, um, uh, and that was her character. They made her character to be a a strong, brave woman, uh, <laughs> which that does kind of apply to Nynaeve, but she is a strong, brave woman because she's a bullheaded anus. <laughs> and they yes. didn't really get that part across. They just they just made her, yes, I am strong and brave and I can take care of myself and do that. Well, no, it's not because she's she 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 is strong and brave because she's a bullheaded anus. And you don't get too much of that bullheaded anusness out of the uh out of the 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 movie Nynaeve. I do good. <clears throat> I do good bullheaded anus. Mm-hmm. Um well, was there something else we wanted to talk about with this particular thing? Honestly, um, I just wanted to use this as a segue and to stop ruining what we like, but we wound up talking the whole hour just about the show. So, yeah. <laughs> well, then very, 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 very briefly, mm-hmm. I think it's worth mentioning. We could probably go over <clears throat> a lot of things because I remember the first thing from our childhood um, that got ruined, and this is going to be. <clears throat> we talked. Excuse me. We talked about some specific things in this that was. That were choices that, I mean, some people could look at. You <coughs> can die. Um, some people might say, you know, that it's a stupid thing to be against because, like, you should be okay with this because maybe if they let them do this and it could be a more progressive show. Okay, we're gonna let's then let's show how much that's not what we care about as much by saying, sometime soon if we're gonna continue this as a series, we're gonna talk about Aragon. <laughs> and there is nothing in the world about that that made it more. Pro- you, I can tell you what it's you, butchered. Yeah, you almost I or no, you I almost said something when you were talking about you hated the the Trollocs. When you said that, I almost said at least they weren't as bad as the Urgles. At least they went the Urgles. Oh man. Good word. Oh. oh, by the way, by the way, the Trollocs as designed for this, even so poorly done, would have made significantly better Urgles than the Urgles in I mean, they were just dudes with earrings. <laughs> that was and face paint. It was. Oh I man, f- it was feel, so bad. I feel like we shouldn't say too much mm-hmm. more about this because I think we could absolutely go off on this, and maybe mm-hmm. we should. <clears throat> and honestly, I think uh, I think it's going to be kind of an important for us to go over. We, I think it's going to be important to to go over another thing that was ruined that has absolutely nothing to do mm-hmm. with. Being like this, like you know, someone who could come against you and be like, "Oh, you just were upset because that was a girl and this was a black guy." Okay, mm-hmm. fine, we'll talk about this show. Oh man, it was so bad. Um, uh, yeah, actually, the casting uh, in Aragon wasn't that bad. Um, uh, uh, Brom's beard wasn't long enough, but they made up for it by making it Jeremy Irons. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, oh man, it was it was such a bad movie. Uh, I've blotted most of it out. Honestly, my biggest thing with that is I feel sorry for Ed Spielers because the kid didn't do a bad job, but you know he was never in another movie again after that. (laughs) I don't think you have to look at it. Garrett Hedlund Um, was. I don't know how he pulled it off, but... Well, Sean, I hate to break this to you. Uh I think we're going to have to watch it again before we do the show. (laughs) I'll watch it again. Have to watch Aragon again. <laughs> okay, so I, I do have to say this though. There's one thing they did in Aragon. I'm gonna go ahead and mention it now. It made me so angry, just because they did it just to make it different from the book. They had to have, because there was no other reason to do this. It's very important to the story of Aragon that he is 15 years old when the story happens, 
one five, fifteen years old. Jeremy Irons goes up to him and refers to him as a lad of what? Sixteen? And he looks at him yep. angrily and says, Seventeen. <laughs> yes. They'd made him... It didn't really make it... Honestly, I said it's important to the story. It was mentioned several times in the story. It it wasn't actually important to the story, how old Aragon was. He could have been 16. He could have been... He could have been 22. It really didn't make that big of a difference. Um, uh, It it was just kind of important because he was a kid. So the fact that he was 17 didn't matter. But they... um, uh, uh, But they... Yeah, the fact that he was 17 didn't matter. Uh, but they changed it just to have changed it, and it it angered me. Speaking of changing things just to have changed them, um, uh, the boys in in, in uh, uh, Wheel of Time, the boys are twenty. That is true, and they made them twenty. Um, uh, uh, yeah, and that that did happen. Um, and they. Mm, I was gonna say they, and I, it made me angry that they made Egwene their age. Uh, at first, my thought was, and while I was watching it, my thought was, they made Egwene older, because uh, she's like si- probably 16 or 17. I don't think her age is actually mentioned, but she's a few years younger than the boys, and they are 20. Um, uh, and, and they, but they, and my initial thought was, they made her 20 just so it would, just so they could put it, put, just so they could add sex to it and make it seem less weird, because when they said, oh, she's 16 or 17, that's weird. Um, uh, it's just, so they did it just to make it less weird. But then I, I, then I thought again, since they are playing it up, this is just as bad, but it's, it is a different reason. Uh, since they are playing it up that she's potentially the dragon, uh, they had to make her the same age as the boys because if she wasn't there, it, it wouldn't be an option. So never mind. That's yeah. probably the real reason, but still. So let's just go ahead and say we need to get away from talking about, we need to get away from talking about Aragon because mm-hmm. I think we need to do a whole... A whole episode about it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we need to again. We're all gonna be sad. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I had a comment. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna go fetch it. No, I'm gonna. I've forgotten. I've already forgotten. Oh well. Needless, pointless. Oh yeah, no. Uh, shout out to Christopher Paolini for literally writing the inheritance cycle slightly differently, so you couldn't make another movie, my guy. Mm-hmm. What an OG. Yeah. Um. Speaking of which, um, uh, I I have his new book. Christopher Ooh, Paolini. I, uh, I got it uh, as uh, my pick for uh, my my credit for Audible, but I haven't listened to it yet. Quite excited. Mm-hmm. I got it as as Audible. Uh, and then around that same time, it was on super sale for like ten bucks. Uh, at, uh paperback. So I went ahead and bought it. I haven't read it yet, but I have it. It's up here with my other books. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna eventually read it. I'm excited to see what he does in a completely different atmosphere in the spooky verse. Mm. Was it any good, Brooke? I know you listened to it. I did. <clears throat> I thought you did. Okay. Did you read it? You did something with it. I thought I looked up reviews. I looked up reviews. Okay. Gotcha. Um. Uh, so there are a lot of people, uh, progressive women, who hate it. So it's probably pretty good. Oh, I'm all in. Let's go. <clears throat> yeah. I don't care if you're a woman who hates it, but if you're a progressive anyone who hates it, then I, I probably like it. Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I, I say that there are a lot of progressive people that hate buttermilk, and I'm not going to start liking it just because they hate it. <laughs> well, I think now is a good time as any to call it done with this because I'm about to go destroy a restroom. Excellent. And in three uh, days, build it again. <laughs> oh, you know. Uh, that was a horrible joke. Because <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm.
Mm. Mm. Bye. Bye.